All right, we're back. Circling Back Podcast, Wednesday. My name's Will DeFries. To my right, David Ruff. Did y'all see this crazy video? This chick throwing a chair off a 30-story balcony? Hey! Like in her, in her condo? <laughs> well, you can't start singing that song. Y'all crazy! No, David. She's my what? crazy bitch of the week. What happened? <laughs> Damn, she just. We're, I didn't know we were gonna get thirty seconds. Sorry, just sorry. I just had a crazy bitch of the week. I was award. just checking Twitter for some trending topics. It's something I like to do to see what's trending when I wake up, and uh, just she just takes this chair. She's on her. I'm assuming it's her, her or this fellow who's recording her her patio balcony, and just wings it off, and it just goes down and explodes on the ground, 30, 30 stories up. You could absolutely kill somebody with that. I feel like you could kill somebody from ten. Are you the type of guy that yeah. looks at... Do you look at Twitter moments all the time? No, I actually am very anti-Twitter moments. Why? Because I feel like whoever writes the copy is insufferable. I don't need to know... It's 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 like the new clickbait. Let me just pull one up. Y'all talk amongst yourselves. Like What I've noticed is that like they are... They're often like way too late. By the time they have... 100%. By, by the time Twitter has gotten their shit together and started creating the moment, it's like, all right, we're, we're over this. Please don't do this anymore. Or it's it's like uh, Michelle Obama. Everyone's fawning over Michelle Obama because she is bae. Sometimes they like they force it, and the tweets yes. that they include in the moments have like two retweets and three likes. And I'm like, so no one actually cares about. It this. prevents me from objectively judging the content itself. Yeah, it makes me. It puts me in a bad place. I, I don't know. It's really bad. But yeah, so don't don't be throwing chairs off balconies. I'm ready for my intro. What's up, Dylan? That's Dylan Shivery's voice. How we doing, guys? Are you hungover today like normal or no? You good? I, I had not a sip of alcohol yet. Well, that's not true. We had one beer on, at the, on the golf course. For, yep. but from, from then on out, nothing. Wow. Um, I'm so happy to be here. It's going to be a great, great episode. I love it. Chill. What if it's super mediocre? It's not. It's not going to be. I promise you. It's going to be tough to top Mondays. It's going to be a great day, a great episode. Great people. Great things. Hey! Uh, if you haven't already, go follow Circling Back Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Stop forcing Buck Cherry into our podcast. Y'all crazy pod. Nobody likes Buck Cherry. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If there's anywhere else you need, let us know. We'll try to get it on there. Dude, I'm so bloated from these oats. <laughs> Dude, okay. Yeah, <laughs> oh, let's yeah. actually pause. D- Dave Dave texts us and he's like, hey, I'm going to be a few minutes late. That's cool. I don't I don't care about that. He comes in and then explain explain to me what's going on. Well, let's first just say what he said. He's in here like, man, I'm so bloated. I think I, I, you say overcooked or undercooked? Overcooked. Undercooked. Undercooked. He says, I think I undercooked my oats this morning and I'm a little bloated because of it. They were very, what? Wa- they were a little bit more watery than I like. I'm low key steaming on this is on This, this comment. is the most will to freeze problem I've ever heard coming from you. I don't think it's worth turning the steam on and throwing a towel on, but I am low key steaming. Here's the deal. On. Here's what I had for breakfast. People have been asking. I went three eggs fried. I do it in a little bit of olive oil. And then I do uh, some oats. You do your eggs in oil? I do. Sometimes. It just depends. I like getting those uh, those healthy fats in. Yeah. But then I did some oatmeal. But I do the Bob Mills organic, like raw oats. Wow. And I throw them in there. I let them cook. I put a little honey, a little cinnamon. But today I mixed it up. And I added some blueberries and a little bit of almond butter. Crunchy almond butter. Wow. And now I'm very bloated. So if I just if I sound different or if I'm not broadcasting at a high level, I apologize. I feel like Dylan just hates oatmeal. Yeah, why do you hate oatmeal? I don't hate oatmeal. I hate the conversation. About are you the oatmeal. guy? Are you the guy who likes oatmeal, but you only get like the Quaker stuff with like all the sugar in it? Because you're like a dude. Don't no. don't poo poo that. I I, that I, grew, I grew up on that. I, I did too. But I grew up on that. I grew up on a lot of stuff. No, it's not. Trash. It, it, I mean, it's bad because of the added sugar, but it doesn't taste like trash. I do have some Quaker in my hey, pantry right hey, now. Hey, nice inflamed gut. The uh, the brown sugar one goes so hard. Y'all are so in on on like health trends shit, and I'm just not and. This is from the yeah, guy. This that's guy, that's the, why your body looks like trash. I have a hard time ours. connecting with you guys on some of these. Topics. From the guy who's getting a tea therapy over here. <laughs> don't roast hand. He's me. roast handing him. He I love roast it. me. I don't know. Am, are we, I don't feel like I'm that in on it. You are. I don't know. It's hard to say. You're more in on it than people would think. I undercooked my oats. I'm bloated. I did. I was already. Like, I no was already says, running late. No one says that. 
I like testing new. I was telling you what happened. I don't even know if that's what happened. Why would I make? Why would I make up the most niche specific? I'm not saying story. you're making it up. I'm no, saying you he might, didn't maybe you're just up. wrong. He didn't make that up. What? Maybe maybe that's not Dude, the reason you're, you feel weird. I mean, what am I? Maybe I'm pregnant. I don't know. It could be in any number of things, and not undercooked. Oats. You think I'm pregnant? You could Dude, be Dave pregnant. is very in tune with his body. I'll I don't know why pregnant, you would think please. that it's like, shut up. You said you'll get me pregnant? You hadn't even <laughs> seen Aladdin. You can't be tossing out roasts right now. That, that, those things are not connected. Yes, I can. Oh, I they're to... connected. They're connected way deeper than you think. Hey, Dylan, uh, I'm going to gas Dylan up for a sec. Something he, we, I don't think we really latched onto enough. When we were talking about Street Fighter last week, mm-hmm. oh, this is on the Patreon pod, so some uh, of y'all might Am I about that. to get credit for something? Yeah. We were talking about I my CC's own. Pizza. We're talking about arcade games, and we're talking about Street Fighter. And Dylan just came out and said, "Like my guy was Ryu." Yeah, which is not something I would expect Dylan to know. We're gonna so we're we're officially giving Dylan credit for yeah. having a childhood. Congrats, yeah, no, as a I, child. Congrats. I feel like he needed. That. I had a as a child. I had a brief arcade phase. Me and my friends would go to. See, it was this called, is why everyone thinks you grew up in the seventies. It was called Tilt, and it was in North Cross Mall. Oh, which I is now tilt. closed, I believe. They had a tilt at Grapevine Mills. It is Mall. closed, yeah. Um, but I used to go there with a pocket full of you know quarters, and I would just go, to, I would just go ham in there. My games were Street Fighter, uh, NBA Jam, and um, Arch Rivals. Remember that one? Yeah, where you just punch people. You just punch people in the face. There was one Wait, rule. Y- your game was NBA Jam. It was one of them, yeah. Didn't. Can you explain why you're such trash at it on Super Nintendo? Dude, last oh, time see, we played, I smoked your dude, ass. Dude, no, I'm like, lifetime against you in NBA Jam, I think I'm something like 40 and 1. 40 and maybe 7. No. Honestly, the thing that I miss the most about working in an office with y'all is watching you two play NBA Jam and watching Dylan like start to lose and then just chirping Dylan. Yeah. And, I, and him just getting so pissed off. That's, that's one of the occasions where I actually get legit heated is when I lose a video game, which yeah. is weird because I'm not a video game person. But well, you just don't like losing. I really don't like losing. Well, I used to play T-Man uh, in FIFA like every day around 4.30. And I started realizing like, dude, I'm way too invested because my sh- I'd get so tense during the end of the games that I'd walk away from the sticks and like my shoulders would hurt for a second. I was like, dude, you got to care less. Wow. It was bad. I didn't lose yesterday though on the golf course. Shut the fuck up. We'll get to that in a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you... Okay. You know what winners use in the shower? Obviously I do. Fulton and Rourke. Yeah. They sent us a package the other day and I, I honestly, I might never use all of this. I, I have so much Fulton and Rourke right now. They sent me products that I didn't even know that they made. True. Like the the face moisturizer, which is lovely, by the way. Lo- very lovely. I used it yesterday I before no I idea. hit the course. It's got a nice little SPF base layer. I throw it I threw it in my gym bag after I shower every time. I just hit my face with that stuff. Wonderful. I mean, they sent us all the greatest hits on in terms of the wax based cologne too. We got Palmetto, we got Sterling. They us. It was incredible. Do we get Perpetua? We got Perpetua as well. Fuck. So I'm now I have a surplus of wax based cologne. Uh-huh. I'm going to start carrying one with me. What? In addition to the one I always keep on me. And if I run into a, what do we call our fans? Backer? If I run into a backer out in public, I will autograph it. Not and I will public. give it to you. You have to do it at the gym. I thought you were going to say, I will open it up and I will put some on I them. will apply it to your neck. <laughs> I will apply it to you. <laughs> you don't see that. No. I, if you look in my shower right now, I just have so much Fulton and Rourke 2-in-1 body wash. It's not even funny. Oh, that big ass... Uh, container of it, oh, thirty-three pump ounces. Oh, I love that God. pump action. <laughs> if you haven't bought some already, use promo code Steam S T E A M for fifteen percent off your order at checkout. Again, that's Steam S T E A M. Keep that thing on you. You know why I love the pump action? Why? In addition to the noise that it makes, apparently, I like the fact that it gives you the perfect amount. It doesn't overdo it. I've had that bottle. For what feels like two years, and I use it every day. Do you? Uh, are you a loofah boy? Uh, no, I'm really not. People talk about how loofahs carry germ, like a surplus of germs. Correct. Yeah. Could not care less. Loofahs. I think you're just supposed to replace them pretty pretty frequently. Yeah. There's I've, nothing worse than a tight knit loofah though. Like you, you got to keep it loose. Here's oh, why yeah. I'm out on loofahs. I don't like how they are positioned at the grocery store. Why? Because they're just out there. Just in a big bucket or and a big basket. People are digging through it like it's a ball that's, pit. That's fair. How do you want your loofah displayed in the I store? I want it in a package, vacuum sealed. That's but fair. There's enough trash in this world, David. 
Well, yeah. look, I need. Actually, I don't want. Thank you, Dylan. Thank I don't you. want contaminated loofah. How about you be more responsible? Hey, I don't want a loofah that like a bunch of dirty little kids have been like playing with. I don't think the kids like dive in there. And you play know, these with kids it. love the loofah. I don't know they do. Oh, I love loofahs. Do you have the one that's on the rod? No, that's a lot. There's What's not room. The, I think it's a good pickup if you're going to do it because those hard to reach exfoliate spots. your middle back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't hate it, but then that makes it like that makes it difficult to use when you're trying to get like the undercarriage and stuff. Oh shit! Yeah, you're just doing it from afar. <laughs> Come on. Either way, promo code Steam, fifteen percent off your order. FultonandRourke.com. Do it, uh, Dave. You brought this up in the the uh, group text last night, and I'm actually surprised we haven't talked about this yet in any podcast. TikTok. TikTok, you don't stop. That's not how it is. We're not talking about the Kesha song. We're talking about the oh. social media app. Oh, okay. When did this happen? Because... Can I ask... Can we first discuss exactly what it is? Is it just... It like dubs music or... It dubs music over yeah. a video that you record? Is that it? Yeah, I don't... Yeah. Yes. Okay. You wanna, it says... On their site, it says... It's the destination for short-form mobile videos. But yes, you dub songs over whatever you're doing. and so Is it, is it also movie clips? I don't know. I see some people doing like quotes from movies. Sure, you can oh, do yeah, that yeah. as well. It's like any audio. Why okay. does it feel like TikTok is populated disproportionately by like guys who drive big trucks? And who oh, play the, college baseball. That's the app that they're using? Yes. Oh, my God. Maybe it's because the accounts I follow, they like to it's because we put all these follow, guys on blast. It's because we all follow Shitto. But I see these... Shitto. Exposes. Shit, it's Shitto. It's uh, T-Man. And yeah, T-Man's in on this. Yeah, he, he has he has a really good thread that T-Man, he's done. T-Man has another, the look of a guy who would be in one of these There's another videos. world out there. There's a parallel <laughs> universe where T-Man is all in on TikTok. Like, yeah. unironically. Like, T-Man has a burner TikTok account. <laughs> Like, but yeah, it's, they're playing country songs that I've never even fucking heard of. It's Dylan country. Yeah. Whoa. What does that mean? Oh, you know what it means. It's like shit. It's dirt road. Red dirt. You mean? No, like talking about like driving your truck. That is not what I listened to. Yeah, yeah, it is. I've been in your vehicle. I've been in your vehicle. That is so not accurate, dude. I wish you had Spotify so we could see your top hundred most played from 2018. I would love to show it to you. You you can't though. It would be like Elton John, James Blunt, and then a bunch of really shitty country artists. It's a bunch of country artists, and I use country in quotes, who like to talk about how they've got a mixtape. It's got George Jones, but at the same time, it's got Cash Money on it. Dude, I wow. listen to like Americana type shit, not this pop country. Yeah, bullshit. I know. So I'm like Murder on the I'm Dance f- Floor, that's Americana. That that's, that's not the American. That's not <clears> my that's Americana. The that's the bad good song that I like. Good bad song. You know what I'm saying? Keep going, Dave. That's pretty much all I got. But it's just like, I I think there's a whole other world out there of TikTok that we don't, that we're not exposed to without being on the app. And we're clearly too young to be doing I went down that wormhole last night. I wanted to see what else was out there. Have you downloaded the app? No, but I I went down a Twitter. I checked out a hashtag. It was like hashtag TikTok challenge or some shit. I've seen people use it for good or use it for funny. And it's like, okay, this is actually really entertaining. Like Vine? Uh, I mean, similar. It's like it's basically people dancing to songs, but like in a funny, self-deprecating way. It's it's funny. It can be, but some people using it like sounds total, hilarious. Like total dickheads. Why do I feel like TikTok doesn't need to be its own app? It could just be like a filter on Instagram. Yeah. Well, I I just don't understand what these dudes are trying to accomplish because the dudes that we're talking about are like I would say, uh, redneck dudes between the ages of nineteen. 21 who put on a really shitty country song put and then all of a sudden like the 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 visuals change in the video and they are wearing like a tucked in plaid shirt <laughs> okay we're thinking about the same one here yes with like a giant belt buckle pearl snap and a pearl snap shirt yeah pearl snap and it's just like dude what are you doing and they always have their thumbs like in their pockets or in the front of their pants and they're just trying to like look sexy for their girlfriend yeah, and their girlfriends are the type that are, that are going to call their kids like Lakin and Haley that are spelled like H A Y L E I G H. It's Lakin. so bad. 
You're so, that is Lincoln. so accurate. It's so weird. That, like, it, I just can't. And these are guys that you would think would make fun of people doing TikToks. But instead, they're the ones doing it. When I first started seeing TikToks, I thought that it was only for this kind of music. I didn't know that there was a whole other world out there. The first time I ever... So I downloaded TikTok a few years ago when it like just came out. What? Yeah. And it, this has been out there that long? Well, it was people that were talking into it that were just kind of having fun, like Dylan said, like self-deprecating and like whatever. But now it's been overrun by these like Florida Georgia Line fans and who are just botching it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Aren't you a noted Florida Georgia Line guy? Didn't you say that was on your gym playlist? I feel like you did I am say not a fan of Florida Klein Georgia Line. Them, I think. But I did mm. have it on my gym playlist for a little bit before I that realized how weirdest, bad they are. That was the weirdest thing ever. It was right when they came out, man. I didn't know what to do. But these kids, they they think they look really sexy and doing it when it's just fuck it's just so uncomfortable like you're not you're not actually singing you know that right like this is this isn't your voice that sounds good well you're lip syncing the absurd part is that most of the ones that i've seen with these dudes like the redneck dudes they haven't fully memorized the song yet and so there's like a one second period where their lips aren't moving to the song and then they jump back into it but they they don't have it memorized yet did uh our friend randy not my dog but the human Uh uh-huh did he use TikTok for that 007 no, he video? He should have. He should have. Yeah, shout out to for that 007 video. Amazing. I, that that made me laugh. Yeah. That was absurd. Do How do you go find that? At Circling Back Pod yeah. on Instagram? And when, Twitter. When the other guys at the poker table were like, I'll have one of those too. <laughs> that was great. We might have a little announcement kind of along the same lines by the end of this podcast. About tomorrow. What's going to change between now and the end of the podcast? I like the tease. Tease it. Just just stay tuned. Uh, I don't know. We should get on TikTok. We need a circling back TikTok. Yeah, we do. I need to admit something. Can we do a circling back business account on there? It's hard to say. With multiple users, like an enterprise account? I'm sure we can. Okay. I went through a shitty pop country phase. I had playlists that were just like Luke Bryan. Oh my God. Florida Georgia Line. Were you single at the time? Yeah. That makes all the sense. Have you ever been to a Luke Bryan show? I can imagine. It's probably the the most good looking women okay. in one concert. On. I feel like it's just seen. a bunch of bachelor Don't, contestants. You're right. Don't try and give Will credit. That's not why he liked this music, is to go to concerts and pick up chicks. Well, I asked if what? Why you, you said it, you said it made sense. It was my Why entry. It was face. my entry Dude, I, into actually good country music, which now I've abandoned completely. Growing up, my dad he wait. I mean, do you like Luke Bryan or something? What's going on here? No, no, no. We were making you fun like of Luke him Bryan, for liking Luke Bryan. Do you like Luke Bryan? Oh, if you oh, were I'm single, not, it makes sense. No, no, no. Like, no, no. It okay, it's let me still let me be music. clear. Let me be clear. I'm not. I'm not giving him credit. I'm not giving him a pass on this because it is still certified trash. Yeah, but I I understand it. I'm putting myself in Will's shoes. Single Will, Northern Michigan kid. I don't know where you were at the well, time. Well, my dad, I was in Northern Michigan. My dad used to listen to country music growing up, so I would get like the classic like late '90s songs from like like should have been a cowboy and stuff like that. Oh, TK. She thinks my tractor's sexy. Oh, KC. And dude, then, that's not a bad song. All of a sudden, I was like, oh man, why am I into this right now? And so. I'm trying to see. I think I might have deleted it off my Spotify because I was scared that somebody would stumble upon this like pop country list. But I'm looking right now. I think I. I hope you don't find it. I deleted it. I'm already in bad enough mood over this. So no, you don't, you okay, don't no. It's a, it's a playlist that I share with a noted uh, listener and friend, douchebag Pete. But it's got Toby Keith, Darius Rucker, Jake Owen, Eric Church, Kenny Chesney, Josh Turner, Brantley Gilbert, Rodney Atkins, Aldine. Don't just say Aldine. Say his first name. Jason Aldine. <laughs> I yeah, mean, that, who didn't go through a who didn't go through a deep Zach Brown phase though? I was actually thinking about him today. I never got into Zach Brown. I don't know why. You know, he's a, a brother of Cap Alpha Order. Yeah, that doesn't really do much for me. Just saying. Yeah. His his early stuff's better than his late stuff. Uh, you know, I, I liked it when it was done the first time by Jimmy Buffett. Wow. <laughs> no, but Jimmy Buffett's boys with him. <clears throat> Yeah, but it's it's more of like a business point for man. Jimmy. Tells Jimmy's him. doing it to stay relevant. Not that he needs the money, but still. So I worked with a girl who uh, was at the time dating Jimmy Buffett's personal assistant. Not personal assistant, like manager. 
Okay. And Jimmy Buffett is a weird guy, as you can probably imagine. He apparently smokes a shit ton of weed. And it's like an issue. They're like, oh, God, he's already high today. Like, we can't get through <laughs> to him about some business stuff. He just stays lifted. Who's running his business strategy? Because it's working. Uh, I don't know. This guy This guy is no longer w- working with him. Apparently, it was very difficult to keep him in order. And it just was like not a fun... It was more of a babysitter role than it was like a management role. And he was like, yeah, I'm out. But Jimmy just stays lifted. And I mean, the guy has a massive empire. Can I... I don't want to call anybody out, but what'd you expect? Yeah. You're, you're managing uh, Jimmy Buffett. He wrote a song about fucking cheeseburgers. He has a license to actually chill. You wrote a song about wedding cheeseburgers? About fucking cheeseburgers. Oh. Okay. Thanks for clarifying. Wait, this isn't the Patreon. No. I need to clean it up. Take it back. Take it back what you said. He wrote a song about cheeseburgers. Okay. Freaking cheeseburgers, man. I, I can see Dylan hating Jimmy Buffett. Dylan would hate Jimmy Buffett until he went to a show and did the full gamut, the full experience, and then he would love Jimmy Buffett. I mean, I, I think I speak for most people, and I like Jimmy Buffett in small... You're a situational Buffett fan. It's, 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 it's the most situational music of all time. You know, I don't, I don't trust non-situational Buffett fans. You can't, you can't listen to it from, you know, September to February. Like, you can't. If you're doing the dishes in the middle of January listening to Jimmy Buffett, like, you have something a little wrong. It's like listening to a, to a Christmas album in July. Mm-hmm. Can't, it just doesn't hit right. Yeah. That's fair. And even when I do, even in those certain situations, in certain environments, and small doses, I'll take some Jimmy <clears throat> Buffett in my life. You know our friend of the show, Clay, at, at Flounder on the Fly on Instagram? That's, I think this is two straight episodes where you've called out his Instagram. I, well, I, you know, I like to plug, I like this, to plug he's, my friends. He's the new, uh, he's the new Bobby, Coach Bobby. He, Wait, people like him. I might not follow him. <laughs> people were mad at Coach Bobby for some reason. What is it, Flounder what? On the Fly. You Don't should follow me. him. He's been tagging Dave and I in uh, plus-size male model Instagrams, and it's the funniest bit going right now. I once went to a spring break trip with him and some guys. We went to Destin. Mm-hmm. We went to the beach to like drink and party. He brought uh, a Jimmy Buffett book, A Salty Piece of Land. And I'm saying this in quotes, read it on the beach. But I think he was fake reading it, just trying to put out a vibe. Like, oh, I'm the guy who reads Buffett on spring break. Can I admit something? You've read that book. I did this exact same thing. You are such a piece. I did this exact same thing. I was 19. We went to Seaside, Florida. He might have been just down the beach doing the exact same thing as me. And my buddy, Mike, he, he loaned me the book. And he was like, you should read this. And so I brought it with me and I read it. Oh, did it change everything? I think I read like three total chapters. Plus size outdoor model is what his bio says. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking great. He just caught the follow from me, by the way. He, Shouts to Clay. Plus size outdoor model. so funny. I it's know you so met him. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> You'd love to see it. Yeah. Uh, um, I did the same thing, man. I mean, everyone went through Jimmy Buffett phase. Come on. How do we get here from TikTok? We it's have to create... One of you has to create a TikTok while I'm editing this episode so that somebody doesn't steal our app before we get it. I'll do it. Uh, yesterday, to, I'll pull back the curtain that's already not hanging because we've ripped it down so many times. Uh, we <laughs> kind of took the day off. We went golfing. Tuesdays are our low-key days. We played golf. Yeah. Sorry. Don't apologize to me. I don't care. I was raised differently. Don't apologize to Chad. Uh, Tuesdays, Tuesdays probably our chillest day. We don't have a ton to do on Tuesdays. Tuesdays are lit for us now. Tuesdays are like administrative days for us. And, you know, like sometimes there's just not much to do. So yesterday we went golfing. Uh, we went with uh, Mike Eisenhower, who owns Eisenhower's Bar on Rainy Street in Austin, Not to Texas. name drop, but we did. But you'll hear more about him later. And I was riding with Dylan. Dave was riding with Mike. We were playing Wolf, which if you're familiar with golf, is a game where you win money or lose money. Mm-hmm. We enjoy doing this because it keeps you interested in the round, even if you're playing poorly. And it keeps you, but if you're playing well, you can still keep your own score and not have to sure. worry about stuff. Sure. Uh, there was some controversy yesterday. Can we get the, some high level stuff out of the way first? Well, some high level stuff. I played pretty well. I smoked both of y'all. I won Wolf by a healthy margin. What'd you shoot? I shot an 83. I went 44 at 39. 
That's an 83. Did you, There was a hole you didn't finish, though. Well, uh, yeah. Whoa, what? Uh, what? Well, you guys, get, you, you guys gave me a putt. Yeah. Oh, that <laughs> Yeah. No, you we didn't, me what we been didn't a, give a, you a putt. A, what would have been oh, a three we'll to four get, put, footer? Yes, you did. Yes, we you gave did. it to him, and then someone did not reciprocate the nice gesture. Because we'll y'all gave me what would have been a three to, three to four footer. And to I, tie me, no, y'all had see, six footers. See, this is where the issue is. No one's I, giving away six footers. No, no, no. Well, this is whoa, the, whoa, this we got to set the stage. Yeah, we got to set the stage. We can't, we can't start getting into Because the buildup, something, something that no one's doing. I will, I will explain what happened. Explain what happened. Okay, it was my turn. I was Wolf. Number 12. It was a par three. I hit a pretty good shot. I was about 30 feet out, and I said, you know what? I'm going lone Wolf on this one. So it's me versus Dave, Will, and our guest, our friend Mike. Of Eisenhower's. I wiped mine right. I was out of the hole. For the most part. It was basically me versus... I put mine inside of Dylan. Will and Mike. Yeah. Anyway, so Dave, he chips up, and then he putts, I believe. So he's he's about, <clears throat> I think it was 8 to 10 feet out. Um, and I was still 30 feet out. I hadn't, hit my, I hadn't hit my putt yet. You were more than 30 feet out. Okay, 40. It doesn't really matter. It kind of matters. It really doesn't. Go on. Uh, so Dave's ball was up there, a little bit in front of mine. It was about two feet, a foot and a half to two feet outside my intended line. I think that is, uh, I think that's reducing how close I was to, I'm trying to picture this because I feel like I was way outside of it. I had watched Mike's putt because Mike was behind you. You got to read on Mike's putt. Mike took it way up to the right, which I was like, well, if Dylan's smart, he'll follow Mike's line because Mike hit a pretty good lag putt. Not smart though. Dylan, Dylan, Dylan the did the little shuffle sprint to behind Mike after he hit the putt, so he could see the. He exact didn't do line. the will to freeze where he just like pitched no, a ten. No, we're not right bringing that him. up. That was that was, was that the same hole. No. Okay. No, that was a misunderstanding. Too. Yeah, yeah, that was fine. That we was a misunderstanding. Bring, we, it did it did create some tension between us, but anyway. So I didn't I didn't mark my ball. So before I hit my putt, in my head I was thinking I should probably ask Dave to mark this in case I just missed it. Oh, you did think that. And I I didn't say it out loud. Okay. Granted, but I did think it in my head. So that gave you an indication that it was kind of close. It was kind of close then. Anyway, I hit my putt, and it smokes Dave's, and it's it pretty much stops exactly where Dave's ball is because it hit it pretty squarely. So my ball was about ten feet away from the from the hole when it should have been. In my estimation, three to four feet. The speed was right. Definitely not. So you smoked Dave's ball, but your speed was right. Yeah, my speed was right. So it smokes Dave's ball from 10 feet. Okay, I say smoke. I'm not saying it was screaming in there. That smoke was just going to dissipate by the time it got to three feet and seven feet. I'm just using terms I know that green. So that putt breaks right to left pretty heavy. Yeah. And Dylan pulled his ball significantly to even have mine in the ballpark. So he hits mine. I think it would have rolled to seven or eight feet. Because of the way it was going, it was already trending left, and the speed was already there. So in reality, this this actually worked. I'm going to make you. a statement of strong, fact. Strong disagree. I'm going to make a statement of fact, not a statement of opinion, right now. Okay. Dylan did not put well yesterday. He had already missed a shorty. That's okay? fair. Dylan did not put well yesterday. I don't know why we are giving him the benefit of the doubt on one okay. of the longest putts that he had so to I hit yesterday. So when this happened, you're kinda, not lagged out. I kind of threw my hands up and I was like, "How do we? What do we do here?" I did. I didn't know. And so we had it. We had a discussion See, on how to handle. This the is where it gets procedure. uncomfortable. Though. This is where it gets uncomfortable, though, because we were with our friend Mike, who yeah, we don't but, see. Yeah, often. but Mike's had we been with Intern Klein, we would have maybe had a different discussion. Not to yeah, make I didn't want to take it super seriously with Mike. So no. I was like, how? Do, like, what's the proper procedure here? Because it was a big. There was a lot on the line. Because I believe I had been hammered as well, right? Yes. So I've been hammered. It's so a big hole, big money hole. It was worth six. It was worth six points. And so you guys said, I don't know, just, just we'll just give you a two putt. So let me, and I said, let me I ask the question. I said, I can put it, I'll drop where I think the ball would have gone and I can put it out. And See like, that, that? I know, but that's just weird where you think it would have gone. What we should have done is just have you go back and redo the putt. Let me, let me ask questions. Okay. Who would incur the penalty for not, or for hitting the ball slash not marking the ball? Can I finish saying what happened though? Let me ask this first. Okay. Who who would have incurred the penalty? You mean between me and Dave? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, Dave should have marked his ball, but I should have asked him to mark his ball. I definitely shouldn't have. Like I, I don't mark on every putt. And dude, you if pulled it's possible to no the balls to. It touch. shouldn't have been possible, dude. You hit such a bad putt. You it pulled was, that thing. I've it never was a seen... bad putt. It wasn't like 
It was egregiously bad. It was bad. not egregiously bad. Dude, it would have gone eight. It would have been eight feet away from it the would hole. Not have been eight feet. I think I'm it would have. You, I think Dave's right. I'm telling you. I think Dave's right. Not only did you misread it, you came over the you top think I and pulled, pulled it. Pulled a putt by eight feet. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely not. Dude, it's a that right is to left nine. You did I'm that on shorter you. putts yesterday. I'm telling you, man. Eight feet pulled. No one. That's impossible to pull. Dylan. Okay. Here's the next question. Why didn't you ask him to mark it? Because had I hit my ball like I wanted to, it wouldn't have been an issue. I just mishit it. But so not you're, admitting that, you're admitting that you hit a bad putt yes, that yes. was not on the line that you should have, but it was still going to end up somehow within three to four feet because of the hole? Because the speed was perfect. It would have been hole high, four feet outside. Okay, okay. That's, ac- that's accurate. I'm sorry. Uh, Here's know, the thing, I, though. Really, if I were you, I would say it was accurate, thing. too. You're right. Here's the thing. Will and Mike each had uh, six, seven <laughs> footers. Don't bring us into it. Explain no, what no, happened no, with th- you after. This absolutely matters. They missed their putts. They missed their putts to tie me. Honestly, they had ample opportunity. And before my, they hit their putts, I even said out loud, I hope one of you makes this to avoid controversy. I felt guilty about what happened, but y'all gave me the Why'd well, you feel guilty if you're clear, so right? So I kind of, when I said, I'm not Dylan, saying I'm so right. I'm saying we handled the best. Y'all gave it to him. I believe when I said, I think I was, I'm the one who said it. I think I said, dude, just it's good. Like two putt. I honestly, in my head, thought Dylan will just say, look, we'll just we'll make it a push. We'll go to the next hole. I thought that's what you would do, just if because their putts were were there's controversy. Than I would but have. you took it and six I, seven feet. I was, I was giving like, them that. I wanted I, I wanted to win. Well, you yeah. guys gave so it to me. So you wanted to win, but you didn't want to drain and a I putt said, to win. I said twice. I just thought it was a weird thing. That it's, weird to, it's weird to win without ever making a putt within eight feet. Then you know what? You shouldn't have given it to me. I didn't give it to you. Dave did. Yeah, uh, I did. I did because look, we're trying to play. We're trying to get through the round. I don't know. Mike's with us. It Mike, was the first Mike, time. It's it was the a, second time Mike's ever played with us. the first time we had a group behind us all we day. We had a group behind us. Oh, pace that's, actually, that's actually totally false. There was a group I noticed us. it because they were pulling up to the tee box while we were on the fall, the next tee box. They were not right They were right still behind us. us, were they not? Okay. Well we, it was the first time we had a visual on somebody behind us all day. We had a bogey behind us. We didn't us. see them until the next tee box. We had a bogey on our six. I even offered again on the next tee box for me to go back oh, and Oh, yeah. We were going to definitely do that on the next tee box. Hey, a, man, let's, go, let's run it back. 75-foot walk. Yeah, it wasn't a big deal. Yeah, no, it's a big deal. It's called pace of play. We're already on the clock. I think it's weird. I don't know. Golf, for me... Honestly, I didn't care that much because Dylan, Dylan was playing well, minus the putting. And on the that, back nine. On the back nine, and that putt he had, that notwithstanding, because that was, I mean, he yanked that putt so poorly. Um, so I was like, dude, I'll give it to him. He deserves, he's playing better than everybody. I'll give it to him. Surely he won't He won't make us, you know, give him those points. You know what, but though? he did. Even though I smoked Dylan Wolf by a lot of points, I haven't asked for a single dollar from y'all, and I won't. Well, that's because, that's because the jury is still out on how this should have been handled. Uh, y'all probably owe me a significant amount of money. I was, raised, I was raised that golf is a game of honor. In a game. It is a game of honor, and I was very honorable. You didn't hit a putt. You didn't even putt. Y'all told me to pick it up, Will. We do not understand that. We gave you a two putt from like 40 feet, and you were just like, oh, okay, cool. And then you just sprinted I off was the like, green to the cart. I, was like, I, mean, I, can hit, I said, I, I can hit the putt. Filled in your dots. You definitely shouldn't have let me give it to him because I was out of the hole. I bogeyed the hole. And then and you guys should have made your putt. Can you, how often are you making big putts when there's like a massive controversy just hovering over that's been unresolved? Oh, stop. How often? Stop. My swing thoughts there are terrible. Massive controversy, my ass. In the future, if we have a business associate like Mike playing with us, mm-hmm. like try not to like embarrass uh, us. flex on him like that. Yeah, try not to embarrass us on the course. <laughs> I play to win. I would be shocked if Mike plays with us again, honestly. <laughs> I would too. I'd be like, dude, time. those guys have some real sketch rules where I'm losing money to this guy. Like... And again, I'm not asking for You shouldn't be asking for money because like, you shouldn't I be. I, I saw won't. Mike when this was all going down checking his watch. Yeah, he was just like, dude, we got to get out of here. He's like, dude, my wife just texted. I got to go. I played well. I just can't believe you you decided to win the hole without ever hitting a pot. I didn't decide to win the hole. Dave I guess, said pick up I guess we'll give you a we've, two we've established that the acceptable rules in this, in hey. this group are that you can two pot from 40 feet and no one can say anything about it because that's just how it is. Green Day said it best. Nice guys finished last. Mm-hmm. Buck Cherry said it ba- best when they said, "Hey, you're a crazy bitch," and they were talking about Dylan. This is one of those situations where if it, was, crazy if it bitch. was reverse, I'd be saying the same thing you guys are saying, and if you are on my side, you'd be saying exactly what I'm saying. Honestly, I didn't even think we were going to talk about this, but I got more heated the more I thought about it when we, when you started this segment. So yeah, I'm kind of glad we talked about it. That's because I think Dylan knows that he's wrong and that he should have just not. No, well, Dylan should have done. The, like- Dylan should have done the honorable thing himself and said no. 
I will like I don't care what you would have done, but as long as you had to hit a putt to make your par. But instead, it was just like this weird like tacit understanding that you were just going to like not hit a putt. You're acting like I wasn't fully prepared and willing to hit a putt for y'all. You're fully prepared. I offered it and willing. And y'all to like walk no, over just there pick it up. It's a two putt. I said, make okay, putt. thank you. I hope you guys make your putt to avoid what we're dealing with. Now. I just don't like what my etiquette is called into question. I feel like it kind of has been, but I'm, I am for, I feel like I did. I didn't do anything wrong here for me. That's why when, when Dave alluded to it earlier, I was standing behind Dave when he was hitting a putt and we were on different teams for Wolf. This was probably over a year ago. And I was looking down, not really paying attention to the fact that I was appearing to get his line. And I was most mad that my etiquette was pulled into question because I, I've, prided myself for my entire life on having really good golf etiquette and i watched dave's line using proper etiquette i walked over after he he hit his putt i still hate it when people sprint shuffle behind me to see it you you know that means i didn't i really didn't notice that means i nailed it i was also out of the hole and didn't care yeah you should have you should have just picked up so we couldn't even see that honestly i thought about that i think i made a joke apparently it didn't matter though because he said he hit a bad putt that was way off of his intended line so i didn't say way off it was a couple feet off a couple feet was not a great putt. We did not come to a resolution. No, we didn't. I don't no. think we're ever going to. I'll see you in arbitration. One resolution I'm going to make going forward is to always use stamps.com when I'm sending stuff in the mail. Yeah. I'm not sure if you guys are aware of this, but postage rates have gone up again. Come I'm on. Who do they think I'm they are? Thankfully, stamps.com can ease the pain with big discounts off post office retail rates. With stamps.com, you save five cents off every first class stamp and up to 40% off priority mail. I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with shipping a lot. You're about to be because we're going to release some shirts soon. Oh, shit. Tease. But with Stamps.com, uh, that kind of savings really adds up, especially for small businesses like ourselves. Uh, plus, Stamps.com is completely online. I'm not sure if it's in the cloud, but they're putting out cloud vibes, which saves you time. <laughs> no more inconvenient trips to the post office. Uh, I mean, it brings all the amazing services that the U.S. post office brings right to your computer it's faster more convenient way to get postage have you guys ever used it i assume you have yes Yes. dude yes you're about to be using it a lot more because when we use this deal to ship our first batch of shirts you're going to get real familiar i can't Uh, wait anywhere you want to send anywhere and the mail carrier can also pick it up for you no more lugging mail to the post office think about that it's great Stamps.com saves you time. It saves you money, too. You get discounted postage rates that you can't even get at the post office, not to mention it's a fraction of the cost of those expensive meters. No equipment to lease, no long-term commitments. Stamps.com is a no-brainer for small businesses. With all the time, you'll save not going to the post office. Just think about what you can do for your business. I like them so much that when I used to box, I had Stamps.com tattooed across my shoulder blades. Really? Mm-hmm. Looks like we have a special offer for our people. We do. It's a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale. I Do it I, for the scale. I can't think of a reason you, you would not do this. Yeah. I've never turned down a scale in my life. Here's how you do it. Here's how you take advantage of the offer. You go to stamps.com. There's a microphone icon at the top of the homepage. You go there, you click on it, and you type in circling back. Wow. That's stamps.com and enter circling back where the microphone is. Unbelievable. You're a fool if you're not doing this. Easy peasy. We talking bachelor? I've got some breaking news. Uh-oh. Break it. Our, Break it. Pre- our president just may have done a 69 tweet. Oh, no. What'd he do? It says, the Gallup poll just announced that 69% of our great citizens expect their finances to improve next year. A 16-year high. Nice. Exclamation he said nice? Mark. This is real. There, does he know what he's doing? That's why I want to talk about this. Was he this knows. intentional? He knows. he knows. Does he know? He knows. God damn. That's that's really something. No other presidents are doing 69 jokes. No. You don't see that. Who uh, would be the most likely? Oh, Barack, right? Obama would be the most likely to do a 69 joke. Nah. Because Dub's not doing 69 he's got, humor. He's got young daughters. He can't be doing 69 jokes. Uh, that's fair. Only, it, it's, only, it's only Donald. Well, I know. I'm just... Like Jimmy Carter, you don't think he's getting off 69 tweets? I wasn't real familiar with Jimmy I don't know. Carter. Woodrow Wilson puts up pervy vibes. <laughs> uh, also, um, well, other vibes. He's a controversial figure. 
What? We're talking about racial tensions? Uh, did he, he was did a, he take Phantom Putts on the golf course or something? Why was he so controversial? Do you, do you think they were playing Wolf back then, the turn of the century? Wolf is a great game, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, I, man. I still don't know how to, the money shakes out at the end. I have breaking news. It's, not, it's not good. You trying to break on my break? Yeah, I'm sorry. Break this news. This is important. One of the only wild jaguars known to roam the U.S. is believed to have been killed. What? What? By whom? A photo appears to show that Yoko, or Yooko, I don't know, I'm not sure how to pronounce it, a young male jaguar was killed and skinned. And skinned? Mm-hmm. Who the fuck did this? I don't know. Dude, Yoko's got Says wildlife shooters. experts believe that Yoko, one of the only few wild jaguars known to range in the United States, is dead. The Tucson-based Northern Jaguar Project released a photo to the Arizona Daily News this week showing the pelt of a skinned jaguar. The group said the pelt's markings match that of Yoko. He'd been roaming the Huachuca Mountains. Pretty good. In southeast Tucson, Arizona in 2016 and 2017. Who would do this? Wait, I didn't know that they had those in the desert. That's because they don't have that many. It's one of the only ones that they know about. Why is it chilling in the desert, though? What kind of environment? Maybe he's just trying trying to link up with his posse. Is this an endangered animal? I mean, why are there, no, why is because they would roaming? they would note that this was like poaching or highly illegal, or do they note that? Do jaguars low key have the coolest looking know. like spot pattern on their? Oh, hundred percent. It's so tight. They're you, all individual. That's you can't how they, get a that's tag for a jaguar, can you? The, I don't know. The most well known jaguar to roam the U.S. in recent history is El Jefe, who was first spotted in 2011. I remember Jefe. That means the boss. Researchers caught El Jefe, Spanish for the boss, as they note on here, on video in 2015, and they released footage the following year. But El Jefe's whereabouts are also unknown. I would be very worried if I was this particular guy who killed... I'm assuming it's a guy. It could have been a lady. could have been a dame. Does he know that we have shooters everywhere? He needs to know if he doesn't already. The last thing I do is take out a jag knowing that there's El Jefe still out there. That's the last thing. Oh, you know who else is still out there? Valerio. <laughs> Va- Valerio. Well, they, didn't, they didn't get... He didn't get got, right? No, Valerio is alive and well, I believe. He's a stone cold and, killer. And dude. if he's not, please don't send me the story because that's sad. Yeah, we're we're big Valerio fans. How many? How many even alpaca? He, even though 16? he even though he smoked like fifty alpaca at the <laughs> zoo, he just gutted him. I Seemed think. like it was out of cold blood. It was like he went on a killing spree. He, he killed for sport, not for food. Who? Valerio. He's oh. just a just a bloodthirsty, just stone cold killer. Tight. Yeah. Jags are tight. Should we do a moment of silence? Look, don't kill for, jaguars, people. Just we don't do, do it. For Yoko, should we do a moment of silence? Yes. All right, let's talk Bachelor. <laughs> Was it Yoko or Yooko? Y-O apostrophe O-K-O. Yooko. Yooko. Sorry. I'm kind I of assume like that means a, something like super tight in yeah. a language that we don't understand. Probably. It probably means like major boss pimp. Yeah, that's, I think probably, so. that's probably what Rest it is. Rest in peace, in Major Mandarin. Boss Pimp. <laughs> Gone but not forgotten. Uh, let's talk Bachelor. I'll be honest, one of the worst episodes of this entire season. It was quite boring. So boring, in fact, that I didn't even finish it. I'll what? Admit, yeah. That's stupid. I know. I had other stuff to do. We had to say goodbye to uh, some people that I was happy to say goodbye to, and one person I was very upset to say goodbye to, Demi. We did get to say goodbye to uh, Anyeka. I don't even remember which one she was. She was the one beefing with the Cuban girl. Oh, yes. Uh, saying goodbye to them was great. And I'm glad that Colton did what he needed to do because he was that like, was a nah, great move. Y'all are, y'all are too much right now. Colton Get doesn't out. need that in his life. Colton's starting to freak out, though. He's got all these girls telling him that they're not there for the right reasons. Yeah, he's getting he, a lot of that. He's kind of matching that panic button. I think, um, I think Colton's a little bit in over his head at this point. Like, he wasn't ready for this. Nah. And I, I say that as a friend. We're obviously, we're friends with Colton. We FaceTime him on occasion. Mm-hmm. I I will admit, I, I think I, I'm not positive, but I was on Reddit, and I think I saw somewhat of a spoiler for the Final Four. I'm not happy about it. Uh, what I will say is that if that spoiler was in fact true, which I'm not sure it, wa- it was true, I'm not surprised by it. Um, But... They're, some of these girls just stink. You know who I wasn't a big fan of until this episode? Who? Sydney. 
no clue who she is. She is the brunette. I believe she's a dancer for either the Knicks or the Nets. Oh yeah. Why did why did your opinion turn on that? Um, because she is my preemptive strike. I'm out this bitch player of the week. Whoa. Wow. She bailed. She knew that she was going home, mm-hmm. and she said, "You can't fire me. I quit." I like that, and I, like- I respect it because I'm talking about her. I remember who she is now. Otherwise, she would have just been the the brunette girl who got sent home because she had no chemistry with Colton. It's true. But she totally put took the ball like from Colton, and Colton just sat there and let it happen. She she matumboed him. It was like, Mm-mm. I'm the captain now. She's like, no, 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 no. You can't do that. I'm gone. What do we think of Demi's little uh, jaunt over to Colton's place to like take his virginity, and then she just gets sent home? I didn't think good things for Demi when I saw how poorly she performed in the... Uh, in the little boxing match. Dude, she talked such a big game and then just got smoked. Well, she's a tiny gal. I have a problem with that whole situation though. Why why would that be a date? Like you just want you just want bad shit to happen. He well, says they need content. He says, like, oh, I feel bad for her. We shouldn't have done this that she got like beat up. You put boxing gloves on him. What do you think's gonna happen, dog? It was weird, man. If I showed up to that date and I was one of the chicks, I'd be like, I'm not into this. I feel like some of them did. Like, they only showed two boxing matches out of, like, the eight chicks it's that just, were on the it's day. Just, I understand that you want to put people outside their comfort zone and get content out of it, but that was just weird to me. How is Bama Hand still here? Because she's a producer pick, dog. But she's not doing anything anymore. She sucks. Like, she, she, she was a producer pick, I think, for a while, but now her and Kalen have completely cooled off, and it's like, what, what, what are you doing, Colton? Bama Hand sucks, and she's following the perfect script of, like, oh, it's time for me to reveal to him that I'm starting to fall in love. That conversation was so forced and uncomfortable. I might just text Colton. I know this is already all panned out and it's done, but like I might just text him and be like, dude, you got to send her home. What are you doing? Yeah, we need to, we need to call him right Stop. now. Stop. Uh, quick side note. Did y'all see that El Chapo got um, sentenced? Found yeah. guilty. Another breaking news? Yeah, another breaking news. Explain. But El Jefe is still out there. El Chapo has been found guilty in a U.S. court, and he's being sent to a supermax prison in Florence, Colorado, that's known as the Alcatraz of the Rockies. Supermax. That's he'll, where they send like He'll probably still bust out. I think the Unabomber's there. Yeah. I, they'll, they'll dig him out. My money's on El Chapo. Yeah. There's no way. Always take Chapo when you can. You, people have bet against Chapo before, and next thing you know, he's crawling out of a tunnel with middle <laughs> fingers in the air. It's funny, but it's not, because he's a terrible person. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'm glad he existed, though, because that's, that episode or that season of Narcos is going to go so hard. He's been good for content. Yeah. I enjoy him on the content front. It's like Trump. Like, yeah, maybe everything he does isn't great, yeah. but he's good for content. So it's his only redeeming quality we'll is that he's good it. content and does 69 jokes. Okay, I'm sorry. It's okay. Uh, I, I, what else happened this week? We got a one-on-one date with Hannah G, who pretty much just turned it into a sex brothel. Oh. Was that Hannah G? Is she the little blonde with the little puppy face? Yeah, with the, like the the doe eyes. Dude, what I don't know what they're trying to do there, but our man is allegedly a virgin. She in a swimsuit, taking a shower. I mean, did he ha- he had to pull a tuck, right? Yes. To quote Kesha, that place was about to blow. Colton, I don't know how he did that. How do you do that on camera? I do don't you think, know. Do you think your piece gets gun shy on camera? No. I don't get... Do you know this? I've, I've had several intense makeouts on camera. Yeah, Dave. No, I don't know Have this. you? No. Okay. I'm just asking questions yeah. here. Who knows? Yeah, he had a he had a stick of dynamite in his pants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he did. Is he your take cover player of the week? Do you think... Do you think... Do you think, like, producers, like, cut, cut, cut. Dude, Colton, you gotta... Dude, Colton. Like, dude, just... Keep that half under the water. He, uh, I mean, she definitely went into that date saying, all right, this is, I'm at a pivotal moment in this season. I got a one-on-one. I know I can get to him both emotionally later in the date, but first physically. She knew exactly what she was doing by being like, turn over on this massage table. I'm going to mount you right now. This is when they were wrapped in seaweed. I don't know. What is the significance of the seaweed wrap? I don't know, but I'll try it. Good for your skin. I definitely want to try it. Is there, do we have a seaweed plug in Austin? <laughs> Let's go. We're pretty close to the green belt. Let's go down there and see if we can like forge for any. I don't think there's seaweed at the green belt, Will. I think seaweed is found usually at the sea. You don't know until you try. I used to spearfish for algae. Yeah? Mm-hmm. That seems like a fruitless effort. 
I don't know why you I was never successful, but I used to do it. Why? You didn't ever want to give up? No, I was trying to get some chlorophyll from that algae. More like borophyll. <laughs> uh, who else did he have a one-on-one with? He had another. He had a boring ass one-on-one. I feel like this is a weird season because I like this bachelor more than any. Mm-hmm. I'm also checking my phone this season more than any. I don't know why. I'm just. I'm. I'm trying to see who's getting dope tweets off. I'm trying is to bachelor check TikTok. Twitter not as bad as it has been historically. Or am I just not seeing it as much? Bad, yeah, it's, there's definitely not the voluminous tweets out there. Okay. Because I, it doesn't feel as... Dude said voluminous. voluminous. It's a good word. Yep, that's good. Bet you didn't know that was a word, did you? I think I could have figured it out. Fucking I mean, Bill sense. Nye over here. Yeah. <laughs> Dill Nye. <laughs> what? what? I'm not talking science. Dill Mickelson. Uh, you actually called him that seriously on the course yesterday. I also called it a Dylan, because I had a dope flop shot. Dylan got really shook yesterday because I like on the second hole I was like, dude, you know that people call you D three because you three putt so much, and then he was like, what? No, they don't. And then like I'm not kidding, I felt bad saying that because the next three holes he three putted, and yes. I was like, oh god, he did have a string of three putts. I think I started off the first around. three holes with three three putts. I can't putt. Everybody knows that. It's really bugging me that I don't know who the other one on one was with. I don't know. I, they re- he made a real big mistake sending Demi home. Yeah. I know he probably did it, and it was probably in the grand scheme a nice thing to do. But, dude, I don't, I don't know if I want to watch a show without Demi. She's electric. We're going we're gonna to get a whole new season of her, though, when she is the queen of paradise. She was made for paradise. Do any of these girls have Bachelorette vibes at this point? Um, Because I'm not seeing it. Uh... I don't know her name. Maybe Miss Alabama, the other one. Kaylin. Kaylin. Maybe her. Yeah, she stinks. Possibly. She stinks though. She doesn't stink. I thought uh, she was nice. Um, I'm. I don't know her name. She's. Uh, I think one of the only black chicks left. Oh, she was there last night. She yeah. has good chemistry oh, yeah. with Colton. I like she's, her. She's, she's got dope. chemistry, but I've been I've been mentally pinning her as a. Um, she's on my short list of potential bachelorettes. You've been mentally pegging her. Pinning. Oh, pinning. Uh, I pinned her as one. So, I don't know if she has it, though. Like, she doesn't have the personality outside of when she's interacting with Colton. So, I'm worried about her. Um, Recently, I, I talked about Cassie's middle part and how I'm just not into middle parts at all. I got... People were coming at me from all directions, including Sally, actually. I didn't realize that she's... Like, strictly a metal parter. Oh, uh, my wife as well. She said thanks for that. Oh, shit. So, if there's anything else, um, let's see. Uh, yeah, I do you not like, like to apologize. Do you not like girls under five foot six? I would like, like to you, apologize you... to all the metal parts out there. I, I didn't know that this was. Uh, I'm, I'm just sorry. What? But, do you want girls with like frat swoops and stuff? Like, here's the good news. For? Here's the good news to all you. You would look hotter if you didn't middle part. So yeah, you can. I disagree. Always, you can I disagree. Increase. I've seen numerous girls pivot to the middle part, and it helps them out greatly. Cassie has got to stop it. She's got to. Cassie is the most overrated character in the history of The Bachelor. That okay? I disagree. Dude, sir. Take that back. She I disagree. Is the most overrated. She has no. She has no personality. No one on this show has personality. Will like yes, no one. Do. No one who advances and like people who take the show seriously. They don't have a personality. She it's has like no moxie. She she's not going far. She's going home soon. Okay. She's going home soon. Okay. She. I'll go ahead and say this, dude. She's not only top four. I'll s- watch you the way. What? Watch the way he rolls around with her on the beach, hey. and and she straddles the way he doesn't do that shit with anybody else as intense as he does. With Everybody, her. back up. Give me some room here. I'm about to make a proclamation. Holy she's top shit. two. No, she's final two. If you disagree, she's with me, such a dud. She's such an overrated dud, and I don't get it. Colton's going to hear this, and he's going to end up marrying this chick, and it's going to be awkward for all of us, thanks to you. Oh, shit. What if Did you ever happens? think of that? How are you going to explain that to your best friend, Colton? I'm going to apologize. Yeah, I think you should. You've already put him on blast because of his trash-ass golf swing, which isn't fair. He's been playing for like two weeks. You're st- yeah, you're still no, he getting... has a good. he has a good swing for somebody that's been playing for so short. You're still getting miles oh, really? out of that when video, he was, too. When he did a 360-degree spin? This is on Chris Harrison. He Chris admitted to us on this very podcast that... Uh, Colton 
was his selection for the bachelor because he wanted to teach him how to golf and golf with he him. He was getting jokes off with us. That's not the real reason. No, he said it. Man, poor Colton. I hope he doesn't listen to this. He does, though. That's the thing. What? I'm sorry, Colton. I hope I didn't just slander you. Do you think he runs his own uh, Twitter? He does. He, to- he oh, told yeah. us. He told us straight he's, up. He's really good at Twitter. He's good. He actually made us an offer that we have yet to take him up on. <laughs> what? He told us. He's like, I run. He's like, ABC gave me clearance to run all my own social media and appearances. So anytime you guys need me on the podcast, like, you can hit me up. He told us that? He said yes. that. Why isn't he here right now? <laughs> we, Dude, let's fly him in. Like that, let's it, fly it, to him. Where is he? That LA? might have been an empty offer, but it didn't feel like one at the time because he said it before we even sat down and recorded. Like, and I was like, oh, fuck, that's a really nice offer. Huh, huh. We're probably never going to hit him up about it, though. He's busy. Um, I have nothing else from this episode because it's trash. Okay. No, I really don't either. It was not a good episode for Bachelor Nation. Was there any Chris Harrison? Not really. I don't recall seeing him, and that's a problem. He was probably going low. I heard oh, he had. No I heard he was working with a swing coach in Carlsbad, and so he had to fly back from Thailand and and get that done. I would love to see that guy, like his monthly budget on golf, because it, there's no doubt he's spending like he's five just, figures on golf. Every he's just month. hopping from charity golf tournament or like pro am to pro am right now. He's killing it. God damn. <laughs> Last note, actually. You can tell how much they like Colton because at this point in the season last year, Becca was having dates in like Virginia at like witchcraft camps and shit. And he's like overseas already. Yeah, they're going to some dope spots. He's getting sure. set up. Well, they had a budget since they didn't go international with Becca. Yeah. They tanked it. God, I forgot about Becca. Yeah, want well, to know why? Because she's very forgettable. And she picked... Uh, Another dude who's very forgettable. Who did she pick? The dude that had the racist likes on Twitter. Oh, yeah, that guy. Controversial Instagram like guy. Yeah. Nobody wants to be controversial Instagram like guy. What was his name? Garrett? Uh, I was going to say Cody. Garrett. Garrett sounds right. Yeah. Kind of a dork. They're a boring-ass couple. Nice guy. Total loser. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, he, was he does seem like a nice guy. Know. He does seem like a nice guy. but Minus the controversial Instagram likes. If your go-to entertainment or like to make people laugh is a uh, Tommy Boy impression, you might need to rethink your strategy. Yeah. I love Tommy Boy. Was it Tommy Boy or was it Matt Foley? It was Matt Foley. Sorry. Love Matt Foley you as well. You stupid idiot. Yeah. This is a take, but I didn't think that the Matt Foley skit was all that great in the history of SNL. You're all wrong, right, sir. Dude, shut up. You're wrong. SNL is so bad now. Don't you still watch it? It's trash. I watch every episode. I don't watch it. Uh, I don't watch every episode fully, but I watch the opening. I watch the monologue, and I normally watch the skits as well as Weekend Update. It's trash. It's not great, but I will say that there are some funny skits, and there is still cultural relevancy. So I think that watching it still, you know, it warrants some time. I'm not going to watch it live. More like Saturday night. DVR'd. Man, I really think we should end the pod now. Oh, man. You guys couldn't see it, but I wrapped it Let's end the pod forever because what you just did there. No, it's still entertaining, though. They still have some good people. Okay. You're right. They get good. But I think it goes with every SNL season is that people... No one's going to remember this as like the greats. Nobody. But with every season, there's going to be bad skits where you're like, oh, man, they're losing it. But then there's also moments of glory. I think that Kate McKinnon is one of the best people to ever go through the show she is phenomenal she won a fucking uh emmy emmy yeah she's good it's hard to do i enjoy it i enjoy her it's also nice to see pete davidson see what see what twitter's gonna blow up with next he's gone after this season gotta be right yeah just just go mm. he might regret he's too that. big he's too big for snl now is he Dude, he's out there. Dude, he's he's dating models. He's I don't doing think his he's thing. That funny. He's not good. He's not good at SNL because he's good at his stand-up, as we've talked about. But stand-up's he, great. His skits are awful. Yeah, he just giggles through them. It's well, bad. he's too much of a he's too much of a meme now. So when he's in a skit, it's like, oh, there's Pete Davidson. I can't stop thinking about that's Pete Davidson. Yeah. It's Fair. like if you have The Rock in a skit. He also doesn't do impressions very well. So like, if you're not going to impersonate somebody 
and you're just going to be yourself or random character, you're you're probably not going to be on the show for that. That's fair. Longer. That's very fair. Like his biggest thing right now is just going on Weekend Update and just being Pete Davidson. Kind of a good bit. I like it, but yeah, it might be time. Shout out to Pete. Farewell, Pete. If you roll through for South by, hit us up. Let's talk this weekend in fun. As always, this is presented by Eisenhower's on Rainy Street. It's not only our favorite bar on Rainy Street, but it's the best bar for not only Sundays, but what's the day that they're starting to do the uh, boy band stuff? I believe it's Thursday, sir. You love to see that. Yeah. It's a boy band. It's a cover band. Much like our tu- much like our Tuesdays, our Fridays are kind of you know administrative days here on the Circling Back podcast. You might catch us at Eisenhower seeing this boy band once in a while. I'm down. Also support a great guy. We had... We played golf with Mike Eisenhower yesterday. Guy owns the place. I'm actually in that boy band cover band. Really? Really? Yes. Are you the Joey Fatone? Um, I'm more of a K Fed. Wait, no. Who's the other dude? Isn't there a Kevin? <laughs> Kevin Fed was just a he was just a uh, a backup dancer. Yeah, that's kind of my role. Backup dancer. Yeah, I'm back there just kind of doing the Michelle Obama gif, where I'm just kind of. I like that. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Oh, I'll start, and then I'm in the front row, just going like the, doing the Nancy Pelosi applause for you because you're, oh, you're killing it. Why are we super super liberal now? We're already like the Texas Cox. Sorry, go ahead. I will start with uh, my this weekend in fun Friday. I have nothing going on, which is how I like to spend my Friday nights with no plans. Oh man, and you can't wait. I can't wait for Friday. Saturday, however, is the homies' birthday party, and Will, I'm supposed to tell you that you have an RSVP'd yet, so if you would get on that, that would be uh, You're great. that guy? I didn't know it required an RSVP. I believe Dave has. I thought it was like an open invite. It's an evite. You get the you get the evite, right? All right. Well, we'll talk in a second about this. I have a potential scheduling conflict. Just, okay. You can talk normal. All we ask is that you RSVP, sir. Okay. 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 I'm not asking you to, to cancel any other okay. plans. Uh, and and that's pretty much all I have on the on the books for this weekend. How yeah. old is the homie? Like seven? Eight? Four. He what will kind be of turning gift? Four. You know what? Don't even get him a gift. He doesn't want a gift. Okay, I'll keep the PlayStation you, 4 I just got. Especially not a toy, dude. He has toys he doesn't even remember he has. He's got... I'm like hiding them in, in like air conditioning vents and stuff. That They're everywhere. Nice. Yeah. Damn. I'll be there Saturday. Yes. I'm going. I'm yes. bowling. I'm a actually pretty good bowler. A lot of people don't know that. But I'm actually pretty decent. I'll be there Saturday. Friday, I got really no plans. Uh, I could see something popping up, maybe a dinner or something. You send me a text Friday between like 6 and 7, you could talk me into pretty much anything. I could do a dinner as well, Dave. Yeah. Uh, Sunday, I love the Friday dinner. Sunday, no plans. Um, I thought somebody was kind of maybe saying, let's play golf. I'd like to do some golf action. If I don't, I'm going to go hit. I need some work. I'm just – my. I don't feel good. My first three rounds of 2019 have been trash. I believe so. intern Klein said he wanted to play Thursday or Friday. To be fair, I, yeah, Dave. Like it's weird seeing you not be the consistent rock on the golf course that you normally are. You are you are you're flat not off yesterday. You're not getting up and down from like 120 in like you normally do, and I don't I don't get That's it. Fair. Yeah, I don't know. I just I'm not I'm not into it yet. I need to really, other than my tee shots, which like no lie. We hit a lot of fairways yesterday between the three of us. Between the four of us, really. Epic flash, jailbreak technology. We were all hitting Nothing drives. better than thinking I'm going to be tight, go blind, lone wolf on the par five after mashing one over the water. Oh, I don't know, flirting with 300. And then every subsequent person does the exact same thing. Yeah, I ended up birdieing that hole. Yeah, I lost that hole. Yeah, you did. But it, it was funny. It was one of those things. It was just a perfect storm. Yeah, so I'll be at, uh, I'll be at the bowling alley. Celebrating your We son. would love to have you there, Dave. Can't wait. I might go live. Well, your boy's got a, you know, kind of an inconvenient weekend, if I'm being honest. Uh, Sally's got a friend in town. I like this friend a lot. It's, it's her birthday. And so she's coming to town, having some party stuff going on. Uh, I don't know when she's getting in. Whether that means I'm tied up on Friday or uh, Saturday, it's hard to say. The issue that I have with the homie's birthday party is, is the timing of this. Because I have a wedding I need to go to on Saturday night. Mm-hmm. I don't know who this wedding is for. I've never met this person. Uh, it is one of Sally's old co-workers. Sally made me aware of this wedding two nights ago and said, oh, by the way, well, you know we have to go to that wedding on Saturday. What? Excuse me? <laughs> uh, and so it's in Dripping Springs, Texas. Uh, 
I think the the travel that I'm gonna have to do for this is going to be right in the beginning of the homies uh, what, or birthday. Party. Do you know what the venue is? Because I got married in Dripping Springs. I think it's the same one as you actually. Camp Lucy. Yeah, yeah, it's very popular. Yeah, I think it's the same one. Nice. But I'm gonna go to that. Um, I don't know. I'm probably gonna be out late night that night because of the said birthday girl, Sally's friend, who's coming to town. So I think I'm gonna caravan back to Austin and then hit the ground running, stay out late. Sunday, I don't know, probably nothing. Sunday Scaries Podcast, go listen to it. I'll be releasing it on Sunday. That's all I got. <laughs> I don't really have much. Okay. Maybe you can catch me at Eisenhower's if I'm feeling a little hungover and a little wild. You see how warm it's going to be this weekend? Don't tell me. I don't even want to know. Like almost 80. That's fine. I'm not ready for that kind of heat yet. No, I got to get in a suit. It's not what I want to do. You're going to look good, though. No. I haven't even gotten my stuff dry cleaned. It's just, I don't want to do it. I don't want to deal with this. I got to buy a new suit. You should probably get your stuff dry cleaned. It's, you're getting up there. I have a couple weddings coming up. I need a suit. What? I mean, for for Saturday? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, today's the day. I know. Just, I don't want you to be. No, no, there's a good one right near here that does one day. It's great. But you're right. I'm probably going to have to go some trash ass shirt. Fuck. That's all I got, man. I don't know. I'm exhausted now. Just thinking about having to do this is just killing me inside. Damn, that's sad. Hopefully she's not a circle circle back uh, listener. Really you couldn't sad. think of what to say either. This happened to me earlier. That's because pretty much every single time I say the name of our podcast, I almost say the name of another podcast. Yeah. It's hard. It is hard. It hard. It literally hard to say. All right, well, um, let's go out there and have fun. Let's wrap her up. Yeah. All right. Uh, we'll be coming to you on Friday. Make Patreon. sure to subscribe on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Circling Back Podcast. If we get to 3,000 uh, patrons by our drop of next week's episode, that means we need about 250 patrons added to the list. I will not shave my beard. Whoa. Whoa. Yep. I will make that promise. I will not look like a thumb if you guys come out. Please do. I don't want to fucking deal with that. Yeah, I don't want to see your face. No offense. I need, I need most of it covered by facial hair. Get us to 3,000. Okay. It's not going to be that hard. We'll do it. All right. Uh, we'll see you guys Friday. I'll be back.